Welcome to the Popcorn Talk Network. For the online broadcast network that features movie discussion, news, and interviews, press one. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. From the Popcorn Talk Network, the online broadcast network for movie talk, and the schmoes know, this is Guilty Movie Pleasures. In-depth discussion on movies, no matter how guilty they make you feel. What is up, Guilty Movie Pleasure fans? We are back! We took a hiatus, but we are back with a vengeance today, talking about one of my favorite movies. I'm Ben Begley, as you know, and Josh McCuga still is not with us, but he will come back as a guest someday. But with me now, I have a co-host right here that you may all know from the Popcorn Talk and all that good stuff, Cameron Lewis. Give it up for him Hello. right now. Yeah. What's going on, got everybody? The applause. Everybody in the oh, chat room better be applauding office. right now, or I'll be very upset. Happy to be here, though. Boss man Steven over here. There he is. Lemieux. Hey, guys. What's up? Taking on? diligent we, we have him notes on Diligent said. notes over on my laptop. I got I to gotta keep Cameron in check. Yeah, it's the performance right. review. It's the annual performance review. Ben oh, Begley is often. a delicate flower. I am. And Cameron Lewis is pesticide. Yeah. That I oh, don't want to yeah. that you know, exactly it's just, what my ex-wife <laughs> said. <laughs> <laughs> that was a very good metaphor. <laughs> we actually have no idea why Steven's in here, and uh, he's just here to <laughs> awkwardly stare at us every once in a while. It's, it's, it's pastime, like everyone watching. Yeah, you I know. I get to be the viewer. Yeah, I like it. I like it. It's cool. We have somebody else to throw to. Cameron, so you're new to the show. You haven't been on here before. No. I'm very you, excited, though. Are you a fan of these kind of movies? We talked a little bit about being the common man uh, filmgoer. Yeah. Explain, like, what, what kind of movies do you like? What kind of Do you like guilty movie pleasures? I and like all that stuff? everything. Yeah. I, li- I have the most varied taste when it yep. comes to movies. Yeah. I, I, I like The Revenant, but I also really like things like Nicholas Sparks does. Oh, wow. And I'm embarrassed to say You it. may have an even more but, varied taste than me. I, you know, sometimes I'll walk in unexpectedly cry out yeah. of, you know, fear or happiness. Yeah. I'm you a, know, I'm I like a the, fan, I though. like The Notebook. I did get really depressed in the end, though. I, I don't like romantic dramas where they end tragically. Yeah. It just bums me out. Because I'm like, uh, you're so emotionally manipulative. It drives me crazy. Yeah. And anything like that where people accept their fate? Yeah. Oh, oh rough. But in Titanic? I do have a very taste like you, where I can, as people know on this show, I can watch the craziest stuff like Garbage Pail Kids. Mm-hmm. Yes! Garbage Pail Kids is still one of my favorites. It's a terrible movie, but I love it. And then I can go watch The Revenant or Room yeah. or any of these things. But, you know, my favorite movie of the year is Mad Max followed by Star Wars. Those are my... And Creed. Those movies were incredible. So, But I have very taste. So we welcome you to the show. Thank you. What's your background? What else What else you got going on? How, how I long? do a number of shows at yeah. After Buzz. Occasionally I'll do some one-on-ones here at Popcorn Talk. Uh, you, we, we did a one-on-two. Well, we one you interviewed my wife and I for yeah. our movie, The Funhouse Massacre. We yeah. had a I Talk Movies with you. you should check out. That's right. It's good times. And then I also do some podcasts, do Radio Millennial, Cameron Lewis Show, one-on-one interviews, uh, and then some stand-up here and there. Nice. Where do yeah. you do stand-up at? Mostly at a club in Inglewood called The J-Spot. Nice. <laughs> the J-Spot. It's very. It's like a very easy-to-solve game of Where's Waldo when uh-huh. I go in there. Uh-huh. But it's great. That's awesome. Yeah. What kind of... Now, are you more crass? Do you lean more towards uh No. The first couple times humor? I did it. I was like, I have to be edgy. Mm-hmm. And that did not work out well yeah. for me. And then it eventually turned into making fun of myself on the stage, yep. failing, and also just observing the situation that I'm in. Like, the, the one of the funniest things I've ever... That, that, that doesn't sound egotistical. One, <laughs> one of, the of the funniest, funniest things, things I ever I've said. ever said. No, but one of the jokes that went over the best was, was me pointing out that I couldn't afford to do my laundry that week. And, mm-hmm. and I didn't even say a punchline. 
Yeah. And people laugh probably at my misfortune. But that's okay. <laughs> I used to do stand-up a while ago, and uh, I went through the, almost the exact same phase where I thought, oh, in college, I basically was just mimicking Dane Cook, and I was just getting yeah. up on stage like, if I do things really crazy, then I'm funny, right? And it's like, not really. And then uh, I went into like my crass stage where I had like a 10-minute joke about balls yeah. and like... And just ridiculous, and like our balls weird, and it's like don't don't do that, don't do. That. <laughs> Anyways, we're getting off track. I wanted you all to meet Cameron over here. He's going to be with us for a while, and right now, today, most importantly, we are talking about Desperado. Don't be confused because it's in a two pack with El Mariachi. We are talking about Desperado, easily, easily one of my favorite action films of all time. It's in my top ten. I've seen it. 12 or so times I lost count I remember I got it on VHS when it came out because I was it came out in 95 so I was 13 at the time I wasn't old enough, old enough to see it in theaters because my parents were very nitpicky especially if there's boobs I wasn't allowed to see it <laughs> it's really weird it's a really weird thing about American culture where we can see as much violence and gunplay and brains and everything as we want but show a booby and don't show a booby don't show that that'll just corrupt oh, you for my life God. but I remember seeing this movie on VHS and being like Holy shit, I've never seen a movie so stylish and so fun, and the gun battles in this are insane, and we'll get into that, but, like, the just complete lack of aiming and just, like, throwing bullets around, and Salma Hayek in, we'll get to this as well, one of the craziest 90s sex scenes ever. So um, much guitar happening in that. So much. I'm so excited to and, talk and about And the that. boots with the little spurs. We're, gonna, <laughs> we're just going to spend 40 minutes on the sex scene, so get ready. This is going to be a four-hour show. Just kidding. But anyway, so Cameron, when's your first time that you saw this? You... This was literally last night. What? Yes. How did you, how did you not see this before? I did, to be honest, yeah. didn't even know it existed. Oh, my this, God. This, for some reason, I knew, I knew El Mariachi had existed. I knew Once Upon a Time in Mexico existed. You just didn't know the Somehow, middle. Somehow, what? people forgot to tell me there was an in-between. I don't know how. That's crazy. So when I but saw have you this seen any night, of the other two? Either. You haven't no. seen the other two either. No, I've seen all three. And I, I feel them. like I picked the perfect one to watch. It is. It is the best one in my opinion. I think Desperado is the best because El Mariachi is great, but it's limited by its budget. I mean, they made it for seven grand, yeah. but it's incredible it's what they did with that. But and then Once Upon a Time in Mexico goes a little into Crazy Town, which I love. But this one is just kind of boiled down revenge. Yeah. Get the girl, shoot the dudes in the face. The bartender always lives. Nope, it's just it's just, you'll get you'll get it later. But uh, so, what did you think of it? Seeing it for the I first loved time ever. It. Because one of my favorite things uh, in movies, I think a common thread in a lot of movies mm-hmm. I liked is angst, and I feel like this movie is full oh, yeah. of angst. I love angst. Oh yeah, I love angst. And he's I love ridiculous shot fight up scenes. and beat up and. He's got all the, he's a tortured soul. He lost his the woman he loved. He lost his ability to play guitar. Yes. He's lost everything. And I love it when I am confusingly attracted to a male <laughs> because of how well they're playing hey, the role. Hey, you know, Antonio Banderas scary, is I, a yeah. sexy man in this, and I don't think any woman or man who's confident in their sexuality would agree with you. Yes. I mean, I mean disagree with you. I wish that I could shave like he does. Right. Anytime so somebody pleasant. straight razor shaves in a movie, I'm like, God, that's so badass. Yeah, I've done it. I had a, I have a barber who uh, cuts my hair, and one time he did that, and I was like, that's so cool. And then he gave me the straight razor, and I he gave me one for because uh, it was my bachelor party. Yeah, I was getting our groomsmen were getting shaved, and I uh, I went home after a couple weeks later and tried to shave, and I nicked myself immediately. I was like, ah, fuck <laughs> it, I'm done, I'm done. I am not manly enough for this straight razor. Immediately, just like neck slit. It was bad. Yeah. It bled for a while. So not cool enough for anything that isn't you know safeguarded with several blades. Yeah, I need like. Like 
I need the battery too. I need the too. fake ones. I need to start with the fake yep. one to warm up, and then I can do the real one. You've just been growing that ever since you were a child. This so has been like, going yeah. since 1995 when the film came out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I appreciate that. You know, I just rock the constant stubble. So I yeah. look, I look like I'm a little lazy and just rolled out of bed. But oh yeah, I didn't want to shave today. It's a look. It's just because I don't want to. Sh- it chews my face up. <laughs> Anyways, this isn't a Dollar Shave Club uh, infomercial. <laughs> but so I think what we're gonna do now is uh, the plot in under three minutes. I'm very excited oh about my this. God. And uh, I might throw you under the bus and have you start up first. So we'll do that. And are we ready in there, Zach? Sure. And you are. Five, four, three, two, one. Take it away. Okay. So El Mariachi. Mm-hmm. His name, the, Antonio Banderas' character, he's pissed because his wife slash lover got killed in the first movie. I didn't see it, so I'm going to say lover yeah. in the first movie. And now it's his plot to seek revenge against the guy, Bucho. Yeah. He's going on the hunt for him. And the opening, the opening sequence is basically the coolest opening sequence in cinema history, introducing a hero. Steve Buscemi comes into this really seedy Mexican bar. He's the only nerdy white guy in the whole place. And he goes up to the bar, and he's like, can I get a beer? They're like, we only have piss-warm chongo. And he's like, hey, that's my favorite beer. He tries it. He goes like, this is a really good beer. And he's like, I was in this bar down the way. Some really shady characters, not upstanding people like this place. And he starts telling whole mythological like just giant tale of this dude that walks in and just shoots up a bar and they show this amazing action sequence and he mentions Bucho which is this big bad that we find out about and everybody freaks out when as soon as you hear Bucho because it's like a super secret super secret code name for this bad guy you're not sure if it's sexual it might be you don't know it could be find out and so then he leaves the bar and everybody's real nervous and he goes and tells El Mariachi that like hey listen I told him you you should go to this bar this is where but it seems like he goes to the same bar in the same town but then El Mariachi has to walk like 10 miles Miles yeah. in just all black. It's with a literally across case. the street, but it's fine. It's, it's 10 you know, miles super away. sweaty. And then so he goes to this next bar, shoots up the place again, and things esca- escalate real quickly after a cool little cameo by Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. And then after that, Selma Hayek's on the street, slow motion. What happens then? Selma Hayek's on the street, slow motion. There's a gunfight. Yep. There's a gunfight all over the place. Some things happen. He has to push her out of the way. Yep, yep. I almost shoots her. Almost. This crossfire kid almost gets shot. Yeah. Pushes a kid out of the way. Super dangerous. All these things happening. We meet Selma Hayek. She's playing Carolina. Carolina, yes. She stitches him up. Yeah. She stitches him up. She's a bookshop owner. We learn all about her. Okay. Oh my god, back to you. Okay, okay, You're okay. Faster at this. So then the bookshelf she's the bookshop owner. They get they kind of have this little romantic little maybe hints of it. And then um he finds out that the kid's being a drug mule, but not like swallowing it and pooping it out or anything like that. No, he's guitaring it. He's guitaring it, and then also, uh, and, and then, oh, shit. Oh, and then uh, Danny Trejo's character comes out, and he's the knife wielding guy, and they're like, shoot anybody that you don't recognize, which the bad guys don't realize that the higher up sent Danny Trejo in, and so Danny Trejo starts stabbing at uh, 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 El Mariachi, and yes. accidentally stabs Steve Buscemi's character. Totally sucks because I really liked him in it. Yes. And then Danny Trejo gets all shot up, and then from there, Danny Trejo's dead. They drag him in. They're like, oh, we shot the wrong guy. And then El Mariachi goes. Um, they figure out that it's in the bookshop because Bucho goes and visits yeah. and he he's like oh I, I think he's in there I so then they, they send all the bad guys after they have this awesome 90 sex scene oh god 30 seconds okay <laughs> and then there's this bad, badass shootout they jump across the thing and then there's all these explosions Fire. and then they're like hey call your friends okay bring your guitars if the friends come the one guy has a machine gun two machine guns for guitars the other guy has a rocket launcher big huge explosions both of his friends die not really any remorse for it the kid gets wounded take the kid to the hospital seconds. and then they go in there and then they, they go to Bucho and it's like hey I'm your brother what where the fuck did that come from and then bam, shoots him out, fades to white, and then they drive off into the sunset and he gets his guitar case. But maybe it's oh. a long ride. It's a yes. long ride. Woo. Oh my god. Oh my god. I mean, this is the master right here. <sighs> 
I just, had, I, just, I just had a Makuga there. Where, Jesus. Like, Makuga, the, the thing that would always happen is his brain would melt down, and I feel like towards the end, I was like, I've seen this movie 12 times. How do I? What? What's the next plot point? I thought you were about to vomit. Yeah, I did. I did a little bit. It's fine. I'll clean I it up later. I thought you had some, uh, some of the shit Oh, man. This movie is so fun. This movie, I get so jazzed about it, and the only thing that pisses me off about this time around watching it is I procrastinated too long, and my wife didn't get to see it with me. I usually try and make her watch the really yeah. good ones we do on here, and this is one that I'm like, ah, oh, you would have loved this one because it's just it's it came out in a time in the 90s when like action movies like they weren't they, they were uh there was like the invincible hero but it had never been done in this way it's almost like yeah. it's like um it's like robert rodriguez borrowed a little bit from john woo and like hard-boiled and things like that with the double guns and stuff and then made it just this really stylish sexy kind of fun Badass movie. It's, well, you know a, it's completely absurd. About it is I found that too, but I, I. So first of all, the poster, the poster on this movie. I watched it on Amazon, so the yeah. poster might be a little bit different. But where it's the explosion, it looks like, and they're walking off. Yeah, it looks like oh, this is going to be an intense. It is an intense film, but I did not expect to have this much fun with oh, it. Oh, it's super fun. It's the funnest thing I've ever seen. Just the opening sequence, how they set him up. And Steve Buscemi has this great monologue about it. In fact, let's just play those two sound clips because it, it's it'll yeah. be like thirty seconds of awesomeness. Just bear with me, audience. But this to me is one of the best intros to a hero ever. And they build it up so that you, in the beginning, you feel like you're watching almost a myth of a character. So you excuse some of the ridiculousness that happens right. because it feels more like the legend of the El Mariachi instead of like, oh, this is going to be super realistic. I mean, right. a guy has a rocket launcher. In his guitar yes. case, the, the other that guy is has never-ending reloading. It's amazing. Yeah, where do so, all those torpedoes get I don't saved? Know. <laughs> just, how many torpedoes can one guitar case I hold? I don't know. Apparently, so a let's lot. play Steve Buscemi's uh, opening speech because it's so good. And and in he walked. And in walks the biggest Mexican I have ever seen. Big as shit. Just walks right in like he owns a place. And nobody knew quite what to make of him, or quite what to think. But there he was. And in and he walked. Dark, too. I don't mean dark-skinned. No, this was different. It was as if he was always walking in a shadow. I mean, every step he took towards the light, just when you thought his face was about to be revealed... It, it wasn't. wasn't. It was as if the lights... Dimmed. dimmed just for him. Just for him. Oh, my God. How cool is that? It was as if the lights dimmed just reminds for him. Me, reminds me of a Tinder date. Ben. I mean, come on. Right? If that was your Tinder profile, it was as if the I lights need to dimmed change it just, to that. For, just for Cam. What I love about this is oh, so I good. love how much of a fish out of water Steve Buscemi is in this bar. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. And the, just the detail of every time they pull the... Um, the the bar tab it burps have you did you notice that it's like Bleh. it's just disgusting <laughs> everything about this bar is gross yeah and and the fact that yeah piss warm chongo is what they call the beer which is chongo a real beer if it is i don't think they ever sold after this movie ever no, again because the name itself is disgusting <laughs> chongo yeah it I, sounds I think, like a guttural noise i'm pretty sure that yeah it never sold in fact we have an awesome clip where these americans come into the bar and they're like just so you know the service here is terrible and the waiter never came over is he still in the bathroom and then as she's leaving it's the uh beer and your beer tastes like piss we know! Because we piss in it! <laughs> <laughs> Can we play that just one more time? And your beer tastes like piss. We know! Because we piss in it! <laughs> the Americans are portrayed so hilariously in this movie. They're yeah. all like annoying teenagers from various parts of the country or 20-somethings that came to Mexico to just party in, you know, Tijuana or Juarez or whatever. 
And she could not be more stereotypically annoying. Yeah. She's just, everything she says is bitchy and annoying. But and you know, like, people like this do exist. Why would 100%. Any, how would those people go into this bar and not be like, whoa, fuck, this is not the place I'm supposed to be at? I 100% agree. Like, how long were they sitting there before they were like, this is weird that like there's no customers and everybody who is here looks like um, a cartel. Yeah. Or, like, Worker or something? Cartel yes. worker? Is that a thing? <laughs> a, guitar, a cartel employee? Cartel yes. employee, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Freelance carteller? No, I, I went I went to a bar two, three weeks ago. It was a dive. Yeah. And uh, somebody was complaining about the table service. I'm like, what are you talking about? There's no table service. What are you talking bar? about? It's like when people are like, oh, this beer mug smells funny. Yeah, because you're in a shitty bar. What and, do you expect? Yeah, there was beer in it until two seconds ago, and then they poured that beer out. And, and then they just maybe rinsed it on that thing. In. Piss warm chongo. Yeah, because we that, piss in it. The thing that <laughs> piss in it. <laughs> so good. So good. Cheech. Oh, Cheech, man, he's one of my favorites. He's uh, so he's good. He's the best. He's so good. So that first, the, the my favorite part about that opening sequence, though, is that uh, everybody who gets shot gets launched in the air, like yeah. 30 feet. These yeah. bullets are magic. I've never seen anyone get, the one guy gets shot and he flies across the floor and out the door. The other guy gets shot and he lands on the antlers on the wall. It's just, yeah. it's amazing. It's awesome. And you know, the, how I justified that happening as I'm watching is mm-hmm. like, oh, of course they're flying across the room. He's putting so much force yeah. into each shot. <laughs> it shot. makes total <laughs> sense. It's as if, especially in that second bar shootout where he's running across the bar and he's like, connect, 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 connect. We were talking about this, how it's almost as if he's just throwing the bullets out of the gun yes. and the trigger just happens to be pulled at the same time. It's like, if I do this, the bullets come out faster. There's no way you could aim like that. I've shot oh, handguns no. before. They're super hard to aim as it is, for yeah. me at least, um, let alone if you're going, <laughs> and then the sideways thing. Oh my the God. sideways the, thing, I mean, the crisscross. Oh, yeah, the sleeve guns. There's so many. This this guy is a magician with guns. When he goes up to Steve Buscemi in the beginning and he pulls his hair back and then that giant gun comes out, where did that come from? I I mean, there's... Did he have it hooked here? It's science, Ben. Or in the back... In the back of his head? I think it was part of the ponytail. I think as a kid, I, as a teenager, I remember I had like that dopey haircut that all 90s nerdy white kids had where we had our heads shaved, but we grew out the top. Bowl, like a bowl cut? Like a bowl cut, but like it came down to like here and the rest was... Sh- it, ugliest haircut ever. Ugliest. I, no wonder I didn't have any <laughs> dates until college. But I remember I tried to like, I thought it would be funny to like take one of my sister's headbands and like put a toy gun back there underneath my hair, and it doesn't work. You're not fooling anybody. It doesn't work. No, it's especially when well, the plus gun's I the had size a, of a baseball bat. And I had a headband. You know, I had like, like my little like a little squirt gun back there. Like, watch this, guys. Not yet, huh? No, 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 not as cool. Not near as cool. It just appears out of nowhere, and it's magical. It I is wish magic. that could happen. Oh, man. How cool would that be? He's collapsible so guns, badass. those exist, right? Yeah, I'm sure. We can make that happen. I'm sure collapsible guns exist. Can yeah. we confirm that, Stephen? You can confirm that. Collapsible okay. guns do exist. Yeah, they do. So we could even just... guarantee. Just 3D print guns. 3D print guns. Really? 3D print everything. Keep them in that skull of yours. Somebody earlier today posted on a, on a Facebook, I saw somebody said, um, congrats to the uterus, the world's first 3D printer. And I thought that was very clever. I thought that was very clever. Because it is. It is the world's it's first factual, 3D printer. And that's and why it's funny. We know that printers screw up a lot, and that would make a lot of hey, sense. Hey, there you go. There you go. Hey, uterus jokes. There it all is. Right. We'll be here all week. So this, I also love how this movie just doesn't stop. It pretty much escalates just one thing after the other. I don't yeah. fully know... 
I never fully got the relationship with uh, Steve Buscemi and and, and uh, El Mariachi. Well, I don't this is know why I was going to ask, was Steve Buscemi in the first? No, was he in no, 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 no. I was so confused. I think he just agreed to help him out. And it's just this so fun. This is what's hilarious and great about this movie. Is anyone aside from Salma Hayek, Carolina, who comes into El Mariachi's life, just gets brutally murdered. Yes. And then El Mariachi just moves on. He's like, well, that sucks. You yes. got knives in your chest. Like, Steve Buscemi is really helping him out. And then just two knives to the chest, dead. Maybe he's alive still. Maybe he didn't hit any vital organs. But I always find that funny. And But what else would we want in an action movie like this? Right. Would you want him to sit there and cry and be like, no, Steve Buscemi. <laughs> like, that would just ruin the... I was so the, happy to, totally. that, to, to that point. I was so yeah. happy that uh, almost everybody that was titled at the beginning of the movie was dead in the first 30 minutes. Oh, yeah. All that the main, made me so excited. All the main actors. Why. When he walks into the second bar... And I, we have this sound clip where he's, he goes, wait, keep it down, keep it down. And so everything escalates because he goes in there and he has his guitar case. He's like, what's in the guitar case? And he's like, my guitar? And just super cool about it. My guitar? I told you it's my guitar. That's it. And then that's, sorry, this is a really terrible accent. Don't judge it or think it's, it's okay. a racist. I'm trying to be as cool as Antonio Banderas <laughs> and I am not. Uh, it's a hard ask. It's, it's a big uh, ask. He's so good. He's yeah. so good. And then the guitar, so they open it up, and there's a guitar, and then the sh the casing of the guitar flips open, and it reveals, like, grenades. All these other guns that I love that he pretty much never uses. Yeah, just, no. He only uses his two handguns. There's a crotch gun in there. There's a shitload, which happened, they use in From Dust Till Dawn. They do? Yeah, Sex Machine uses it, Tom Savini's character. There's a vampire grinding on, and he flips it up and blasts the vampire with his crotch cannon. Oh, man. So it's like a precursor to that. That's why I love it. But I wish, there's all these guns, and I'm like, Shit, why don't you... This is just weighting you down, man. That's really heavy to carry 10 miles yeah. if you're only going to use these two. I love the way he throws that case around, too, knowing there's explosives oh, in yeah. there. Like, just like, one you know what? Fuck it. One of those now we're pins. Good. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Dude, was that a pin dropping? Shit, run! It might have been. Might have been. Might have been. Also, what kind of hinges did he have on that thing? Because they, I don't come know. Come on, if you're gonna have weapons under the fake guitar, make sure the hinges don't pop themselves. Yeah, because at inopportune times when he's like, it's him. So then yeah. they all freak out. They all flip the tables. They get their guns ready, and this dude that looks like, um, oh shit, who does he? He looks like, um, that, he, not Don Johnson. Oh damn it, who's the other guy? Oh whatever. He looks like a really famous bearded white actor that I'm thinking of who's in Tarantino stuff a lot. Shit, I'm gonna forget. It's fine. But anyways, so then the case opens and then he tries to calm him down because he doesn't want to kill. He's like, hey, I don't want this to escalate. Yeah. We can all be friends if you just tell me where Bucho is. And this is his big speech before the shootout, which is the uh, uh, oh shit, I forget which one it is. Not yet, not yet. Clip, yeah, not yet. Well, 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 yes, it's me. It's me. Huh? I'm not against you guys. So keep it down. Just keep it keep down. down. Hey, keep it down. I'm just looking for a man and who calls gun? my turtle. He goes, not yet. Guns from his sleeves. Just get him away. So good. It's so You've got to watch this, Stephen. I'm going to now. Dude, Because he said It's so good because he's trying. He's like, my favorite is keep it down. Keep it down. And you know he's not like... The best thing in action movies is when the, we talked about this with the rundown a couple weeks ago, mm -hmm. which is when a normal person would be afraid in this circumstance. So a normal person would be like, no, 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 guys, don't. Don't fucking shoot me. Don't shoot me, okay? Yeah. But he's saying keep it down because he's like, I don't want to have to kill everyone in this room. <laughs> and that's always so badass. He's like, keep it down. Keep it down, white man. I'm going to kill you, you bearded devil. And so then it's like, <laughs> boom. And then these guns just come out of his sleeves. And just like we talked about before, how do you aim like this? I don't <laughs> understand. Part. It's not even like the force behind it. I right? don't understand. It's, it's, one part is that, but like if you pause the movie, 
They're pointing in opposite, opposite directions, directions, but just, somehow they hit the same targets. It's like just, Windex bottles. You know, yeah. you gotta, you gotta I've get, tried it. <laughs> it works. I've tried it with paintball guns before. Yeah. It does not work. It's just like... <laughs> Man, I want to go paintballing with you. So good. Because I would feel safe. <laughs> you feel safe because I would <laughs> never I would hit really you. I really feel safe. I just, just do Antonio Banderas moves the whole time. <laughs> ah, I look cool, don't I? Yeah, but you're out every round in three minutes. <laughs> I know, but I look really good. I got to use my head gun this time. Yeah. <laughs> don't make me whip out my crotch gun. <laughs> Shoots little paintballs. Why is this guy oh, carrying man. a guitar on the paintball field? <laughs> <laughs> that'd be incredible. Oh, be, I want to do that. Keep it down. Not yet. Not yet. Oh, oh my God. God. It's so badass. It's I so love good. also, this is the first time we see, I mean, obviously in the, in the what do you, I guess the, the dream sequence. Yeah, the opening. The yeah, the story in the opening. Uh, we see it there too. But this is the first of many times his hair is up, but then the hair's down when he gets serious. Oh, yeah. But he never takes it down. It just... It just kind happens. Of, kind of falls down. Falls down. Right when he pulls the trigger. There are so many... I wrote down so many moments in this bar fight scene because <laughs> there's like... Uh, it's nonstop. It's nonstop awesomeness. Uh, where is it? Um, oh, how no bad guy has any aim. They all have oh my fully God. automatic machine guns. And, so close to <laughs> each other. They're so close to him. Like, here's, here's the guy with the machine gun. There's El Mariachi. Ah, there's four of us. It's, Can't it's hit literally you. Like, Cannot hit you. And the funniest there's thing too is like there's a force field around you. El Mariachi's never moving fast. No, he's just like nope. All right, I'm gonna walk to this side. Oh, of the bar. he's just got and so much just swagger. Blowing up everywhere behind he him. He gets on the bar. This move, I've never seen in a movie so much style and panache to panache. That's a good for, to to shooting guns. When he's on the bar, he's like blam blam. Then he does like the he does like this dance move where he like flips around and shoots from behind yes. from the back. Then he's back here. Then he goes clack 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 clack. Then he ducks and jumps. And as he's reloading, he's like oh shit. The dude the other dude runs out of ammo and then jumps on him with a knife. That's one of my favorite moments. He finishes reloading. Dude jumps on him. He kicks him up in the air and just blasts him back even further. Just amazing. So good. You would think the guy was on a trampoline. Yeah. But amazing either way. Or just a bungee cord that just so yanked good. him right back. A human cannon, perhaps. It, there's so much. There's so much stuff in there. And I'm trying to think what else I had. I think I just said everything. I, I Yeah. There's The throwing the bullets is amazing, like we talked about. Yeah. And then I love how uh, when the other guy comes out, the, the bookkeeper, who you think is just going to be this nebbish nerd guy, yeah. and he's one of the most badass guys of all of them, and he comes out and he's just blasting away, yes. and then it's when he says, you missed me. This is my, one of my other favorite moments with Antonio Banderas. We got that clip, Zach? You missed me! Which is hilarious, <laughs> because Antonio Banderas isn't even ducked behind the bar at that moment. He's just hanging out there reloading, and the dude's like, yeah. You missed me! It just sounds like a kid on the playground. It's so good. Like they're playing tag. Tag! tag. You missed me! You missed me! Nanny, nanny, boo-boo! You missed me! You know, actually, so on the way over here, there was a guy who almost rear-ended me, and then he cut me off. And so I sped up next to him, and I rolled down my window. Even though it was raining, I didn't care. I was like, <laughs> I will get wet for this. That sounded weird. And I, I, rolled, <laughs> I rolled down the window, and I yelled out at him, and I said, You missed me! Hashtag, I will get wet for this. <laughs> I'm sure if you search that hashtag, it's horrifying results or, or not safe for work results. Uh, you missed me! Oh, my me. God. 
Thank it's you. so good. In fact, when we were playing paintball yeah. the one time, and I did the I did the hair grab thing, and then tried to shoot you sideways. No, you tried to shoot me sideways. I had a machine gun. I couldn't hit you either, yeah. but like your bullets definitely didn't hit me. So I was just like, you know, you missed me. <laughs> and I appreciated the reference. And then you did fire one, and it hit me right square in the chest. And you're like, you hit me. Oh my god. It's we, like Luke, you know, in, in Star Wars. He's walking down. He's going. To the, he's trying to take down the Death Star. Yep. He's in the ravines, and you got Darth Vader right yeah, behind him. And yeah. suddenly, he just yells to Darth Vader, "You missed me!" <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then the Death Star explodes. <laughs> Darth Spoiler Vader's alert! Just spinning exactly off. how I remember. He's that, just actually. spinning off into space. Yeah. you missed me. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> it's it's so just good. reverbing through his through his uh, Tie Fighter. It, it's good that they've used this over time, you know, yeah. because I feel like it's it's a quote that just. It just stands the test of time, and I really, I, I really appreciate that. Yeah, I really do. I feel like we skipped over Quentin Tarantino's thing, which is awesome. His yes. little cameo. He could not keep a straight face. Oh no, he the entire time. Up he so looked much. like he was going to vomit for about. He's 45 like the minutes. Jimmy Fallon of this movie. <laughs> he is. He is. <laughs> it's so good though. He's like. <laughs> he comes in. So for those There's of you who haven't guys. seen it, which is probably no one except Steven, Hi guys. Uh, is that Quentin Tarantino comes in, and he's supposed, I guess he's there to pick up money and do some kind of drop. It doesn't yeah. matter. Who cares? He's just there. And he comes in, and, and his his basic, uh, his way to kind of chum up with these, these villain guys is to tell a really ridiculous joke mm-hmm. and basically just let him go on this tangent about the pissing on the bar. I think we have that. Do we have part of that? The pissing all over? Yeah. So you can... And then, he lets it rip. And he... He's pissing all over the place. He's pissing on the bar. He's pissing on the stools, on the floor, on the phone, on the bartender. He's pissing everywhere except the fucking glass. Except the fucking glass. He was so proud of that. And the whole big punchline is that he bet the bartender that he could piss right in the glass, and then he bet these other guys more money that he could piss all over everything, and the bartender wouldn't be mad. Yeah. And it's it's not even that great of a joke, it's but his not? Del- he, he is Dane Cook-style delivery, where like you think <laughs> it's funny because of how he's delivering it. You're like, God damn, that's a funny joke. Wait, no, it's not. I almost think that it might be a personal story from Quentin Tarantino. <clears throat> it sounds it like it. It seems like something he, he seems like experience. a madman. Like, yes. And in the best way. He's in just the- pissing on everything constantly. <laughs> he just goes into bars and just makes these super weighted <laughs> bets in his favor. Just gets a piss all over. How would you physically do that? I mean, even at my most like full bladder... I, I could maybe I piss know. on a bar and I, like a stool, but not everything. I think that's where I might be able to outdo you better. Yeah, yeah. Especially if I've been karaokeing because I'm yeah. always holding it. Right. Yep. You're well, at the bar. Well, there's for that. You know, you just stick it on before you go out, and you're ready. Yeah. You're ready for the bet. Jesus. <laughs> oh God. There's clothespins God. for that. Oh. Oh. Pissing everywhere, everywhere except the, the fucking glass. glass. At least we're not using nails anymore, right, guys? You know what? That's. <laughs> <laughs> Ow! I sometimes. Jeez! It, speaking of that quote, sometimes, like, when I go to a bar urinal, I feel like maybe they're drunk. I don't know what it is, but it seems like no one can ever actually make their urine fully in the urinal. It's like always just. Just a urinal splash fest down below. It's yes. like SeaWorld, but with piss. Yes. And every time I go into a bathroom, I think of this quote, and I just look at I look at the urinal, I look at the ground, and I'm just like, God damn it! He's pissing everywhere except the fucking glass. And I just I just think glass, because, you know, every yeah. time, ceramic urinal. Every 4th of July, we'd go to, to Camp Lejeune to see the fireworks. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I have a mom, and my mom would always have to use the bathroom. You know, As people do, and, they have so moms. So she'd wait in line for, like, three hours at the Porta John to get in. Finally, she gets in. She's about to sit down and she comes out. She comes out and she tells me, 
He's pissing everywhere except the fucking glass. Totally. You know, so mad. Almost every night I wake up in the middle of the night. I've had a lot to drink. I'm delirious from a really weird dream. There was probably an earthquake. I don't know, maybe somebody robbing me, walking in the bathroom of my studio apartment, and I start going everywhere, but I see myself in the mirror and say... He's pissing everywhere except the fucking glass. It's, it's embarrassing. I self-accuse. I actually, uh, this is not confirmed, and this is actually a true story. You can ask my wife. We were in Rome for New Year's a few years back, and I got <laughs> super drunk off of two bottles of champagne and no food. A bottle and a half. All right. It was a bottle and a half. And we were stumbling home, and we get home, and I crashed out on the bed. But then the next morning, I woke up, and the, the carpet near the bathroom was wet, and there was no way water could have gotten over there. <laughs> And I, I didn't really, I didn't want to investigate too much further and like sniff it or anything like that. But I was just like, I'm pretty sure that at some point I woke up in the night drunk, thought I was in the bathroom, and instead of pissing in the toilet, just pissed. He's pissing everywhere except the fucking glass. That's literally a true story. That actually, yeah, I'm, story. I'm pretty sure, literally a true no, story. I That's went, redundant. I went to a bar once and <laughs> the most uh, overused quote. Big, yeah, big guys, you know, talking to big guys, trying to trying to make a bet with them. So I bet them mm-hmm. that. I could piss in a glass without the bartender getting mad. Oh, really? Okay, yeah, I bet them that. Just like the so, joke in the yeah, movie. Yeah, so exactly. I was the bartender. That's weird. And I bet him that... I don't know. I lost He's pissed in And then you just piss everywhere instead. I just pissed everywhere instead. The be- and then so, after this, after what happens, after this big joke... Quentin Tarantino is laughing. His buddy laughs, and he has no teeth. He has no two front teeth. No two. Yeah, he's the creepiest. It's like the Christmas wish that never came true. It's so. (laughs) It's exactly exactly what happened. Exactly, and he's he looks like the friendliest like cartel you know drug runner. He looks so nice and jovial. I would want to work with this guy. And then Cheech Marin gets off the phone, and he looks at him, and he says the checked out line. We'll show you right. Check out. Hey, guess what? Toothless guy dead. He didn't check out. <laughs> and you? You checked out just fine. The other, night, the other night I was leaving Ralph's. I had just gotten some store-bought sushi. Uh-huh. Somebody accused me wrongly of getting store-bought sushi. I said, there's no problem getting store-bought yeah, sushi. It's yeah, perfectly yeah. fine, right? Yeah. I was walking next to that person up to the door, and then all of a sudden, I don't know where the security guard looks at me and says... He checked out just fine. That's very nice. Yeah. That's very nice of him. Yeah. You know, I... I um when I fill out contracts whenever I work a job I always forget how to do like the tax forms and stuff. Sure, yeah. So I always have to ask the AD or anybody. You know, I'm just like I don't know what I'm doing, and I just I'm like I feel like I got all the highlighted parts, but can you just check it? And they always look at me and they go, "You checked out just fine." I was like, "Oh, thanks, Dad." Thanks. I used to screen, you know, the the people that got hired to to get peed on by R. Kelly. Oh yeah. And, oh yeah. yeah. Uh, that know, was a big thing though. That was, was a, a big huge thing, screening yeah. process. He never got it in the glass, but a lot of talking ND- to people to make sure they signed the NDAs. <laughs> Yeah, you know this has been such a piss-filled show. <laughs> Every time I talk to them post-interview, uh-huh. I just I just want to take a second to tell them that you took that just fine. You know they appreciate it, and then they walk away and wash up. You know, when I back in my single days, when I would go to the clubs, I was trying to think of like you know kind of cool one-liners to pick oh, up yeah. girls, yeah. and I thought this girl was looking at me from across the way, and uh, instead of my usual pickup line, which is I'm like, hey, hey, are you a shovel? And they're like, what? And I'm like, are you a shovel? And they're like, I don't understand what you're saying. And I'm like, because it seems like you're digging me. I decided not to do that this time. I decided not to do that this time. And I thought she was checking me out. And so I went up to her and I just looked at her and I looked right in her eyes as the music was thumping. And I said, you took that just fine. (laughs) 
insinuating that she checked me out just fine. And then she was like, uh, get out of here or I will taser you. And she did have a taser on her, so I didn't mess with her. That's scary. And I was wearing my Wrangler jeans at the time, so that just made me even creepier. What she didn't know is there was a crotch I had a pair of Wrangler jeans one time, and I didn't realize they were Wranglers until somebody called me on it. There was a crotch gun How embarrassing for you. Yeah. The Wranglers. That's a side note, but I was thinking about the crotch gun again. Yeah. And it happens in From Dust Till Dawn when uh, his name's Sex Machine, and he has a crotch gun. Why would you get a lap dance with a crotch gun? Because, like, already if you have too thick of jeans on when you get a lap dance, it's like, what's the point? Yeah. You know, but, like, a crotch gun on top of... I hope my wife doesn't listen to this part of the podcast. <laughs> but <laughs> years ago, honey, years ago, <laughs> or my bachelor party. But, you know, it's like the crotch gun, that would just be so much metal. It would just, it just seems Clearly like, he you know, was compen- overcompensating for something. Overcompensating. Yeah, That's exactly Sex what Machine was, was an ironic name for it. Yes. For this movie that no one in here knows what we're talking about. You saw From Dust Till Dawn. What? Have you seen From Dust Till Dawn? Dun, dun, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Steven, have you seen From Dust Till Dawn? Okay, good. Okay. At least you didn't commit that. That one I've seen. Robert Rodriguez sin. I appreciate also that. Also Spy Kids. Yeah, that's a good one too, the first one. Now, the thing, okay, so then we're going to move on a little bit from the bar fight scene because I could just go on about this forever. Yeah. Although they do have the grossest entrance to a secret backdoor counting facility ever, which is a shit-covered bathroom. And when you flush the toilet, the wall comes up and they walk through. It, yeah, it looks like a Coachella porta potty, basically. It's yeah. disgusting. Yeah. I would, it if, reminded me once If I was the to... FBI, I'd never go back there. No. 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 I, but I wonder how many people accidentally snuck into that thing for whatever reason and accidentally flushed the toilet in a wall comes Or somebody out. who's just trying to be con- like conscientious and be like, ah, it's really messy in here. Maybe I should clean. flush and maybe try and help. And then, oh, yeah. shit. It's oh, really man, literally shit. That sucks. I saw man. an Ikea set up that looked like that one time. Yeah? At the store, yeah. Where you had a little uh, prop thing that... No, shit everywhere. Oh, shit everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know there is like shit all people over that place. go in there and they they think it's real and they really want to just test it out. Yeah, they want to give it a whirl. Really ruined eighth no, it's grade like Dave for Chappelle, me. The, the Hershey syrup, you just throw it everywhere. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. or a baby Ruth yes, in, exactly. in, uh, in Caddyshack. Just make sure if you go in the bathroom like that, like do the taste test to make sure. What? That is terrifying. <laughs> Steven? <laughs> well, you know, I walked in one time. I can you know, never go back it, to Burbank and it's chocolate, Ikea. And I said. We- Oh, ah, 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 you came I back thought you pissed this. yourself. Not yet. He's pissing everywhere except the, the fucking glass. glass. So then, can we talk about Danny Trejo in this? Because, first off, I've, I've met Danny Trejo very briefly did on you? the set of Badass 2, because it was with the same production company that did this other uh, movie I did. And um, I stopped by just because I was like, I want to meet Danny Trejo. I want to meet Hell Machete. Yeah. I want to meet Knife Guy. From, I don't remember what, if he has a name in this. I don't think so. No, it's, just, it's pretty much Knife Guy. Knife I Guy. Think. Yeah, yeah, I think it's Knife Guy. He is a super nice guy in real life. Yeah. But in this movie, he looks terrifying. Like, the second they introduce him, I'm like, fuck. He could be twirling like a... Twizzler in his hand, and it would be just as scary. Yeah, he shows up. For those who don't know, he shows up in with I think it's a real tattoo. He has this awesome tattoo of this late, this like classy lady on his yeah. chest, and then a vest of throwing knives. Yeah, and just a badass mustache, and just uh, de- just this. Uh, he has such a cool face, Danny he Trejo. Does. He has such a. It's like him and Edward James almost both have very distinct faces that I really dig. All the lines and stuff, just so the much grooves, definite. It's the- so. Awesome. The, ca- the caverns of their face. So awesome. And the fact that he shows up and he's this rival assassin from the higher up that you don't find out till later. And then just that sequence. I do wish that 
The one thing that bums me out is I wish that him and El Mariachi could have had gotten to square off. They don't really get to. Yeah, because El Mariachi like just gets kind of a, a bunch of knives thrown into him. He's yeah. like, ah, oh, fuck. Oh, this really hurts. I've met my match. Yeah. And then the dudes show up, and then but him chucking all the knives into the into the limo and everything is so fun through the sunroof. It's amazing. And then just getting blasted. And I, the the throwing knives didn't look like they were even throwable, which made it even better. They I looked too. They looked like throwable. they weren't aerodynamic. No, those right? those looked like throwing knives they that did? I've seen. Yeah. So you they, back at like you throw, how many knives you throw? I've thrown some knives in my day. You know, we used to go to Hartville Flea Market in Ohio and pick up some <laughs> knives and uh, throw them in the backyard and try not to hurt ourselves. By the way, did his tattoo seem really low to you? The female one? Yes. Like, it was, like, weirdly... It wasn't a chest tattoo. No. It wasn't a crotch tattoo. It was, like, a weird half-belly... It was half-belly, half, like, underside of under nipples... To, to, like, waistline. Very odd. Maybe it's maybe what it is is that it's based on a real person who was short, and he, <laughs> when he takes off his pants, he has the whole body just tattooed. I think you're right. I think I'm right. I know I'm right. I think I know right. my Danny Trejo trivia. All right, everybody. Google image search that. Hmm? Oh, what kind of restaurant did Danny Trejo just open up? A taco place. He did. Yeah. Trejo's Tacos. Trejo's guys. Tacos. Yeah. Literally Trejo's Tacos. It's awesome. Com. Where is I've been at? there. It's great. Vegan tacos in Los Angeles. It's awesome. Vegan. Vegan. Is tacos. he vegan? Hey, you know what? That makes him even more badass. I know. That he's like, I'm not pro or anti-vegan, but the fact that that dude is vegan, it checks like, out. Fuck you, man. <laughs> it checks out. It's it amazing. Out. 100. So then Danny Trejo gets killed off. Steve Buscemi gets killed off. Oh. There's that awesome shot then when the kid's like, "Here, let me take you, show you where my guitar is." Yeah. My, one of my favorite shots in the movie is when uh, um, El Mariachi's walking down the way and the blood streaks are coming out yes. from his wound. It's so good. Which then leads. To Selma Hayek stitching him up again in the craziest 90s sex scene ever. This is my favorite thing, I believe, in all of film. This movie's... Uh, this sex scene is... It could only take place in the 90s, where there was these... Which they don't do anymore. I feel... And I was thinking about this today. They either cut away from it because they're trying to make it PG-13, or they make it so kind of pseudo-realistic that the sex scene happens all in real time, and it's like... 30 seconds long. And, and everybody has their clothes on? And yeah, and nobody uses condoms because yeah. whatever. I feel like that always happens. Sex scenes now are even more unrealistic. I would rather have a montage sensual yeah. thing like this where candles and then these shots of like. I, we talked about it, how like I think she licked his ass cheek at he some did. point. She licked his ass cheek. Yeah, because there was like back hair and then nope, that's an ass. Yes. That is an ass. And clearly he works out. I mean, yeah. And then there was the part where he's running the, um, what is that thing? The, the, the uh, what do you call spurs. It? Spur. Yeah. He's running his boot spur all over her body. He's and getting it. It's just like, it's like a better, sexier version of the animal cracker scene in Armageddon, which is like, uh, the, the, the animal cracker's going over the Alps. It's like, this is just like, uh, this is much cooler, right? <laughs> this spur. This, because, come on, that's a, one of the worst scenes <laughs> oh in movie history. Oh, my God. That's one of the worst romantic it's such scenes a good analogy. in movie history. That's it's why I was comparing terrible romance in movies to this, where you're like, oh, yeah, get it, Antonio. See, I love that we get the journey, not just like right? this one-off thing. No, there's they all kinds of had sex six stuff. times in this montage. I mean, come on, right? And I also like to think that there's a guitar player who is just there. <laughs> just because you hear like this... Sounds like the... Not the theme song to anything in the movie. But, you know what I mean. Sound more like the Beverly Hills. It's like... That's what I was going for. Or Deliverance. I liked it, though. I appreciated the effort, though. Thank you. I appreciated that. You know, I moonlight. I do remember as a... Because 
we, I've talked about this before on the show. You haven't heard this yet, Stephen or Cameron. Maybe. I don't know. But uh, I, I had to scour for nudity when I was a kid, like in movies and stuff sure. like that. Because the most I had was like three Playboys my buddy Corey bought from down the street at a yard sale for a buck a piece. We didn't have things like kids nowadays, you jackasses. No, I'm not making fun of you, but I'm just pissed and jealous. Where you can just <laughs> type in stuff on your phone and be like, boobies, and you get it. Yeah. We had to Instantly. like hunt for it, you know? Then we had to hide it from our parents because I, I grew up in a very conservative household, like I said, where yeah. boobs are not allowed. And I remember seeing this sex scene and on VHS, just before I even knew what any, like 12 or 13, well, okay, I knew what this was. But I, pa- <laughs> I would pause it and like watch it just immediately and just pause it and be like, oh, there's boobs. And then like <laughs> skip it frame by frame and just be like, this is so cool. And it's like, it's maybe. Two or three frames of the whole sequence. But you that know you what? See I appreciate that. I do I too because it's not it's, gratuitous. It's, it's and it's natural. It's just there. It's just there. It, it just wasn't happens. like here they come. No, and just then na- there's like a grand reveal. There you go. Look Ooh. at that. Oh. Yeah. See, no, there we had is. we had we had Starship Troopers. That was like the oh, first, that was God. the first shower scene. That was oh, great. Yeah. As a kid, and you're like, damn. And then we had, of course, Super Bowl 38. <laughs> yes. Yes, that was a favorite of mine. I think it's great because if I if you Google Super Bowl thirty eight, it automatically just shows an uncentered picture of Janet Jackson. See, it's great. Thing. We're getting more progressive. By the there way, the thing I love about this music, you can't tell if you're listening to a porn or a seventies game show. Yeah, or or like Both uh, the same track, or like Shaft, you know, yeah. like this a black exploitation uh, film. Ben Begley's MySpace page. Yeah, the music that automatically oh, yeah. plays. Welcome to Ben Begley. You know, I do I do check it every once in a while just to go back in a time capsule. MySpace.com yeah. slash Desperado. Yep. Yep. It's <laughs> weird i i got it i got it before desperado signed up for myspace page and then wow they tried to hit me up about it and i was like no no that's my nickname okay i'm Sorry. the desperado yeah and uh we had a little bit of a legal battle over it but then myspace kind of went under and no one gives a shit so yeah. they let me have it yeah because you mean myspace was looking into it and yeah. they were trying to check it out but you know in the end they figured yeah, it's out fine. That i think it's i heard fine. about it's that good. one it's all good tom, tom was out. pretty pissed about that tom was real pissed tom lost a lot of friends it's it's real sad yeah. it's real sad so the best sex scene ever we talked about it's the so good. Uh, ass licking and uh, which we said was a what did you say Zach? you said it was a reverse 69 and you called it a, a what it was a uh, 66 a 66 <laughs> it's a perfect it's a perfect number is that a thing it is now. Or did you just make that up? Is that is the sixty six what it's really called? I I if it is, I've never heard of it before. But I'm going look up to what, go do some research. Look up what dual ass. It's actually it's physically impossible. I Google just image search dual ass. F- physically, it's impossible to dual ass leg. <laughs> this just got is real it? vulgar. <laughs> physically, you can't unless well unless you're really tall. If you're way taller yeah. than whoever is, right. Now I need to draw a diagram. I don't know. Of this. Here, here's some paper. Here's, here, okay, so here, the, here's, here, the, here's the head. Here's the head here. So here's the head here. Here's yeah. the body. Here's the here's the ass. And then if somebody's here, yeah, you'd have to be much taller. You'd yeah, have to you'd be have like to be two a feet taller. taller. I did a quick diagram since no one else could see. You know what? It's Let just me look a, at that. It's just a, it, it's really terrible. That's pretty much my art skills though. But I wanted to do it fast so we didn't linger on the ass licking. <laughs> I checked out. <laughs> Hashtag linger on the ass licking. We're doing some good hashtags today. Down. I like it. I like yeah yeah. Make sure that trends. Um, so anyways, then, after the sex scene, greatest little post-coitus morning, beautiful serenade that she's doing for yeah. him, you know, and <laughs> as those guys come up through the windows, and he's just holding the guns, ready, getting ready, any moment, and then they go, yes! right, they end up right behind her, and she, I love how into her song she is, that she never notices that these dudes are, <laughs> or that... Antonio's grabbed all these guns, and then he kicks her aside, blasts those dudes, blasts his way out of there, and then the greatest, I mean, there's so many, there's so many great moments. When he jumps across the building, so they get up to the roof, and then, 
Excuse me. She jumps over. He throws the guitar case again, just willy nilly. Who Many cares? Many grenades in there. Who cares if the grenades fine. explode? Yeah. And then when he jumps backwards and is shooting as he's falling off the roof and manages to hit them, even though he's well below the place where you could hit him. Way below. And then he hits the ground and just bounces right back up. He, like, I was like, okay, I've done this, this is a thousand it. times. This is it. He's going to be dead. He's dead. I really can't no. wait to see his back hit the ground. But no, he, he did like a backward somersault and saved the day. Oh, yeah. He did. A, he was very was nimble. very impressive. Very nimble. Which, by the way, I forgot to mention in the sex scene really, really fast. Let's get back to the ass the, like uh, I just have to go back for just a second. My favorite, I think one of my favorite things in this movie was seeing that sex scene and then smash cut to Bucho's really terrible sex scene. Oh, yeah. You're right. Oh, my that was God. Great. That was a great creative choice to be like, so look how sensual this is. And then this girl like, huh, huh, and Bucho like, just like, yeah, it's so good. I do have to mention the chat real quick. Yeah, Brian Hurst says the shower scene in Carrie was his first movie. Ooh, <laughs> oh wow! And then Reed says Wild oh. Things with Neve Campbell and oh, Denise yeah. Richards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, okay. that was paused several times in my past. Oh man, that wore out that tape <laughs> only for like thirty seconds. That VHS tape just <laughs> had that on laser disc, so it was oh, much harder. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Yeah, I'm trying to think of the first nudity I ever. I, I don't even remember the first. I think American Pie was American a Pie big was, one. Uh, was a big one. Basic Instinct. Basic Instinct first was huge. Bush. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. It wasn't a merkin, was it? Is that what they call it? A merkin or whatever? When female actresses, they'll wear a, a basically like a bush wig down there. Pubic wig. Pubic wig. <laughs> Pubic wig, yes. Yeah, bush wig just sounds like Jeb Bush is wearing a wig right now. <laughs> That's what Crocodile Dundee wore. Make him an interesting filming. candidate if he did. So, anyways, we got political for a second there. Io. But the. So then, sex scene, awesome. Jumps over the building. Backwards. And then the greatest gunfight of all happens when he calls his two buddies in who are who were in the El Mariachi band with him in the beginning. Oh my god. And which we didn't even mention the fact that mid song in the beginning, he goes up and I think it's a it must be a dream sequence because he wakes up from it. But it, I don't care. I want it to be real. Because there's these guys like, fuck you, I'm going to stab you. And he's like threatening a girl. And he remember he walks across the bar and then just hits him hits in the face. Guy. Doesn't miss a note. No, that was real. That was real. That wasn't a, that wasn't like a weird-ass dream sequence. That was definitely a flashback. Because later on, he mentions he gets shot in the hand in real life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I felt, like, I felt like that moment was very fantastical, though. Because then everybody stops and this bad guy comes in and he's lit very interesting. And then it goes to the flashback of him getting shot in the hand and all that, which was real. Oh, you're but right. But I think the yeah. bar sequence itself is like him remembering his El Mariachi days and then the violence that has... Because all he wanted to do was play music. Yeah. And now all he can do is play the sweet, sweet sounds of bullets and flesh. You know, <laughs> that's it. Just bullets and brains. That's all he can do now. And then the be his buddies come back. And we talked about this. The craziest weapons ever. What did you think when that happened? Were you expecting that? I shit myself. Right? I actually, I started pissing all over the place and missed the I missed He contributed the glass. to the fake stall in the bathroom. Yeah? I did. Yeah. No, that I definitely like, did. Like, what was your reaction when you're like, oh, they're here, they must have more guns, and then the one I guy has two machine guns for guitar cases that he just guitars. keeps cocking like this. Doesn't and then brrr, The other guy flips down in this awesome way and brings out a rocket launcher guitar case. Which was great because it did not have a hole in it. Nope. Until he shot the just grenade or the rocket through it, it. Kind of if you look real close, it like kind of pops down at the moment. It, it just pops it, down. It just popped down. That's impressive. I, saw, I, really I literally time thought What's when that? they brought the wrong guitar case. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's pretty terrible. It's a guitar Band class. Band did not go well <laughs> that day. Uh, no, I thought that 
you know how sometimes in movies they'll do like this fantastical uh, bit where somebody's like, this is how I wanted this to go. Oh, yeah, and then yeah. it rewinds for a second. It's like, this is what actually happens. I thought that was going to happen in this moment. No way. Because the guy literally puts a guitar case on his shoulder and a rocket comes out. I was like, that's pretty ridiculous. And I just it, want the story of somebody trying to do this and just having the case blow up on him. Well, yeah. I mean, it kind of happens to him where at one point he gets shot and <laughs> oh, he falls oh. down and he shoots the rocket into the air. And then a very long time later, the rocket comes back and lands on him, blows yeah. him up. He and shot that, it exactly and straight. His up. buddy doesn't have any emotional connection to that. And then, <laughs> and then, it was really sad. Antonio Banderas is supposed to have his buddies back in that scene when they're like, "Let's go back to back." And he's like shooting, shooting, and the guys with his machine guns. And then Antonio Banderas sees the kids hurt, runs over to help the kids. Like, "Fuck you, dude!" All right. And then right then, his buddy gets just wasted. And you're like, "Wait, what? Why did these guys come help you? If yes. you're just gonna let them get just murdered immediately?" He's a dick. I kind of wanted He's secretly a dick. If I had one problem with this issue, which I, with this movie, the only problem I have is I wish that those guys survived because I want them in Once Upon a Time in Me- I want yeah. them to come. He does have buddies that come into Once Upon a Time in Mexico, and I don't think it's like a, a twin brother or anything weird like that. But I don't think it's even the same actors. But I know he has buddies in it. But I would have loved those guys again because yeah. they're. I just didn't want him to die. I was like, no. I didn't either. I wanted, I wanted to see him, you know, come on, up, having a few beers. Yeah, after like beers. a post credit scene, like yeah. Avengers style, where they're yes. just invo- enjoying some shawarma. piss warm chango, you know? They, just, they never even spoke. No. They no. just get wasted, which is fine. I, lo- I did, which is fine. But I, I did love how he called, when he called them, he's just like, yeah, bring your guitars. Bring your guitars. So good. good. I mean, that's a very small complaint because it's still awesome. Yeah. And if it is a complaint that I like the characters so much, I wish you didn't kill them. Good on you, Robert Rodriguez. Good Good on you, good sir. Yes, definitely. And then it goes to the end sequence where the shootout happens, where we reveal that uh, Bucho is his brother, which was completely confusing and crazy. It came out of nowhere. Yeah. I when when he was on the rooftop, like scoping Bucho out, I was like, why did he shoot him? I was very confused. I was like, did he, did he realize it's the wrong guy, or have a conscience, uh, like a clash of conscience? Yeah, he's like, ah, well, shit. Am I? I'm, you know, I'm just as bad as him if I shoot him or something. I thought that too. Nope. But then. It's his big brother. Yeah. Which, when they're in the bookstore, sh- and he's talking to Selma Hayek, and Antonio Banderas is loading the gun very that carefully. Was, I love so that. So good. He's shushing so the gun. Click. I love it. I love that scene so much. I don't know how Bucho doesn't hear it clicking. He's just, no. he's just so focused on Selma Hayek. I mean, how could you not be? Yeah. But how does Antonio Banderas in that moment not hear his brother's voice? I, I was. I mean, I, that maybe too. it's been a long time. Maybe his I voice even has changed. At one point, I guess he didn't. But at one point, I thought he even like looked around the bar to see who it was. I feel like I remember that happening. It could be making that up in my head. Which but which bar sequence? When he's loading the gun. When he's behind or in the bookstore. In the bookstore. Oh yeah, yeah. The, I thought that's a yeah. And I thought he like peeked around to see who is that. But I could be wrong about that. I just remember. But even the voice. Yeah, sh- 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 but maybe they haven't. You know, like, I'll give it to, because this movie is incredible. I will give it the benefit of the doubt. And maybe they haven't seen each other in years. Maybe Bucho's voice it, from yelling hair. so much has has gone hoarser yeah. than he remembers. You know, because he yells a lot. He yells specifically a lot. about the car that he bought for that reason. Yeah, he gets very mad about that car. Oh my god! So then the end, they square off. He's like, "You're my baby brother, and the only way I can get even now, you killed my men. I'm gonna kill your woman and make you watch." But guess what? El Mariachi does not come empty-handed. He comes guns blazing. Not yet. (laughs) Bam, bam, bam. And then it fades out to white. 
so fast. I remember being like seeing that when I first saw it when I was a kid, being like, "What the fuck? What? Yeah, what? I almost thought that was the end of the movie, which it it kind of it is. It kind of is. Uh, but yeah, I, I was pretty much shitting my pants. I was so pissed because I wanted to see much more. But then I, I think mano I, mano. I I remember I, I watched it with the commentary, and I think it was part budget and also part the fact that they'd done so many shootouts that it's like you just came off of. Literally two minutes prior, a gigantic shootout with yeah. rocket launchers and machine guns. How do you top that? <laughs> That's true. So all you need to see is that Bucho gets his. They get out somehow. They, the kid's okay. He's like, I got to leave you. And, oh, thank you. That's one of my Which, favorite quotes. By this, the, we we oh, see, yeah. who was the kid's parents came in? The hospital room or something? Did, Where have they been? Just, you know, I the mean. The kid's like pushing drugs. I mean, if the kid is, but the kid's dad is making him a drug meal, so clearly they're just not very, you know, they're neglectful <laughs> I parents. I guess so. The thank you line is one of the smoothest lines ever <laughs> that a hero has said to uh, the heroine of a movie. Do we have it? Thank you? Do we not have thank you? We may not have thank you. Eh. Did I thank you? No, you didn't. Okay. I will. Oh, that's so good! So good. Oh, my God. I need to start doing that. Oh, man. You know, I I tried that um, to my wife one time after she made a delicious meal. Yeah. I looked at I was like, this meal is so great. And I I, I looked at her and I was like, honey. Eh. Did I thank you? She was like, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. And I said, okay. (laughs) I will. And then I went upstairs and went to bed, and she, the next morning, she was still pissed. She was like, fuck you! I will doesn't count as anything! Say thank you now! But what it means in this scenario is, it's not the last time you've seen me. Yeah. Oh, it's so smooth! I'll be back. It's the I'll be back. It's so good. I will. And then at the end, he uses it again Yeah. when he leaves, and you think he's just going to walk off into the sunset. And I was pissed at first, because I, I actually hadn't seen this in, a, in about five or six years, so I forgot yeah. that she comes back. And I was like, ah, what? And she rolls up in that giant Jeep thing. And I don't know where she got. He throws the guitar don't. case, and you think he's done. You think he's done with his violent past. And then, back up, just in case. It's a long drive to the next town. I almost thought that so they were going to back over it, and it was going to blow up. <laughs> I really <laughs> thought. I literally just thought just, that was going to happen. I was just like, well, that is a way to fucking end. Hey, you know, that is an ending. I, pro- I would have accepted that I ending. would have accepted any. I just, I've come to terms with the fact that I love pretty much everything Robert Rodriguez does. He has this kind of do-it-yourself style of filmmaking where his movies are just so fun to watch. They are. And it's so great. It's like, he's just a blast, man. And this is one of my favorites. This is easily one of my favorites. We got some more sound clips here. Let's. What else we got there, Zach? What have we not done? What have we not done yet? Oh. Let's play. That is right before him and his two buddies do the shootout. Yeah. He cracks his neck in the loudest bone crack ever. Oh, oh Jesus. Oh. Did you hear that back home? Oh, that was my actually God. my neck. That yeah. was legit Steven's neck. Stop it. Stop it. That was good, Steven. Did we record that? We Let's got that? Play. You know, I was one time I was in Vegas. Yeah. And uh, it was a high rollers table, you know, and by high rollers, I mean, it was like a $50 buy-in, which was rich for my blood. Yeah. And I started off, and I was trying to be cool. I had my shades on, because, you know, you're supposed to do that. You're supposed to be poker face and all that stuff. And I looked at the guys, and I cracked my neck, and I said, let's play. And yeah. uh, then I was out in one round. So <laughs> we didn't get to play that long. You know, I really love uh, video game YouTubers and stuff. Yeah. So, like, I went on YouTube, and I was looking at video game stuff, and all I found were these videos labeled, 
Let's play. Yeah. Really? And I just stopped watching. Yeah. You know, yeah, the yeah. other day I went on a Tinder date. Uh-huh. Swiping left and right all over the place. We go out to dinner and... Nice. Uh, things were going well, Stephen. Uh, by the way, she paid for dinner, so oh, I wow. said... Wow. Let's play. Thank you. And then, and then, <laughs> and then after dinner went so well, I stared into each other's eyes and I said... Let's play. Exactly. How did that go? It was like the Ikea bathroom. Okay, okay. It looked like that bathroom stall. Yeah, all right. I pulled, I pulled out Monopoly well. one time for a family family mm-hmm. get-together. I pull, pull the game out. You're really I competitive. Your family's super competitive. I know this super about Super competitive, yeah. I they, heard that. They, I mean, they've been shot in the face before for playing games wrong. Yeah. So I go, I go into the family <clears> gathering. Everyone's there. I put it down, and I say... Let's play. And everyone left. Nobody wanted to play. What? Because oh, yeah. they knew you're, you're the king of Monopoly. Yeah. I know this about you. Nobody fucks around with you with Monopoly because you win every time. I'm like you get those goddamn guy. railroads super quick. Yeah, I got that body odor railroad. Does, does, <laughs> the, does the railroads? Do the railroads give you a lot of money? I don't remember Monopoly. <laughs> they give you two hundred. What else we got? What other sound clips we got? We're running. Oh man, we we went long today. What well, whatever he said, pissed off the bartender plenty. Oh, oh yeah. some of those unsavory characters I was telling Sports you about? Steve Buscemi, awesome. Not class acts like these boys here, but real scum. They got pissed, too. Started pulling guns, guns and knives and, and what have you, starting some shit. shit. I'm a stranger. He bolts out of the bar stool like you wouldn't believe. He grabs his case and he dives right in the middle of the room with it. Just dives right in. Now, I don't know what he does on that floor, but he's up in two shakes, his suitcase is wide open, and he's pulled God knows what out of it, but it's the biggest hand cannon I've ever fucking seen. Oh, my God. It's, it's so perfect. good. Biggest hand cannon I've ever fucking seen. I know what one I wanted, which is this is after when he's a, when Cheech Marin's the only bar, uh, person left in the bar, and he goes up to him and he says the hard way speech, which is I quote this at least every year <laughs> in some way or another. Can you play that one, Zach? I'm looking for a man who calls himself Butcher. That's all. And you had to do it the hard way. Interesting thing is. I love the Shamrock Shake, right? Oh, so good. Oh. And I I went to McDonald's one time, yeah. and I think there were some issues with the speaker or whatever, and I was like, hey, do you have the Shamrock Shake? They're like, yeah, we have the Shamrock Shake. I was like, okay, cool. I want a Shamrock Shake. They're like, yeah, Shamrock Shake. And I it was like, I thought we were clear. And then I get around to the side, and they hand me a strawberry shake. And I'm like, what the fuck is this nonsense? If I wanted a strawberry shake, I would come a different day than when the Shamrock fucking shake is ready. And they said, oh, sir, it's, it's not actually available till March 1st. And I was like, okay. And I looked at him, and I said this. But you had to do it the hard way. And then I ripped the fucking speaker off, and I, I, just, I got arrested for it. It was fine. I threw the strawberry shake back in his face. The sleeve guns came out. I felt so bad, because, I mean, he probably gets minimum wage, and I just totally just, <laughs> I just totally just Ikea bathroom that thing, you know? I felt bad about it, you know? That happens. The, the Ikea way. bathroom bit. You know? Yeah. Do you have any hard way jokes? I saw uh, the... Por- <laughs> the- the porno version of this They're movie. They're so obvious for the, the porno version of this movie. You know, trying not to do. You know, I just, I, you know, I was dating a girl for a bit. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't really find her that attractive, so you know, it wasn't never really worked out. So she hands me a blue pill and she says, <laughs> "And you had to do it the hard way. <laughs> <laughs> you had to do it the hard way." Oh god! Oh, <laughs> that was man. so self-deprecating. I really enjoyed that oh, one. Man. Oh, oh my man! How god. do we top that? I really enjoyed that. You, one. you know, I had this that. bag of chips, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, I reached in. My hand was wet, and then like three days later, I came back to the bag of chips, pulled out. I was about to eat it. It was really stale, and I just looked at chips, but I was so hungry. I just said, "And you had to do it 
Oh, <laughs> I was so devastated. That makes sense. You know, I uh, I, I have a tendency to um, use ways, and oh, yeah. ways oh, is yeah. super frustrating because sometimes it takes you a really nice route where you're like, oh, that was really fast, and other times you're going like a left here, then you're going one block this way, then a right, then a left, then another right. It's super annoying, and it just I feel like it's just keeping you busy, so you feel like you're moving. And the one time I just got so frustrated with ways, I just looked at it and I was like, and you had to do it the hard way. So mad. <laughs> you know, my friend always had this medical scale at yeah. his house yeah. that would let you like weigh yourself really easily. And I went over to my other friend. He's Amish, so nothing's nothing's easy. So I go into the bathroom. I'm gonna weigh myself. I want to see if I've lost weight. Yeah. And you know what? He's got a freaking judicial scale here with like weights and stones, what? and you have to kind of compare it. And I looked at it, and it's like, <sighs> and you had to do it the hard way. And you still don't know how much you weigh. I don't know how much you weigh. As far as I know, I weigh. Three toilet paper dispensers mm-hmm. and two bags of rocks. Yeah. Probably that's about right. That's yeah, about right. I mean, yeah. It reminds me of a tale that I uh, once had with one of my friends, a buddy of mine, go to the gun range mm-hmm. on occasion. You know, shoot a few things, and uh, we both. Do you shoot like? <laughs> well, I don't shoot like that, but we both shoot grenade launchers. Oh yeah, and of course. I just pull out my normal grenade launcher, my rocket launcher, and I'm getting ready to go, and I'm looking around. Where is he? He's put one inside of his guitar case, and I was like, "You're taking forever. You, this is just. You had to do it. And you had to do it." But when he fired that rocket launcher from the guitar case, (laughs) it looked super cool. He looked like a badass compared to me. It looked super cool. embarrassing. I just had a normal rocket launcher. You know, I was... was, And cattle I've ever fucking seen. (laughs) You know, you know, some people people pitch me scripts all the time. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. sometimes they come to me with this great story, and I'm just like, oh, I'm so excited to make one movie. Mm -hmm. And then they say, no, it's three movies. It's El Mariachi, Desperado, and Once Upon a Time in Mexico. And I'm just like... He's pissing everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that was a good, that was a good surprise. Oh, that is all the time yeah. we have for tonight. Oh, that was a good that one. I could talk about Robert Rodriguez movies all day, son. Oh yeah, especially Desperado. We got to do Machete on here at some oh, Machete, machete on here at some point. That'd should. be amazing. Once Upon a Time in Mexico has to happen. Just Planet Terror. There's so many. Yeah. Basically, every movie he does is perfect for the show because they are awesome. Yeah. So, Cameron, where can people find you? You can find me at the only camshaft Twitter and Instagram. Instagram. Mm-hmm. All right, you can Have find me at, at the Ben Begley and follow us at at what is it? What is our? Do we even have a handle here anymore? It's at the Popcorn Talk. At the Popcorn Talk. Sure, yeah. Follow us at at the Popcorn Talk. Also, comment on this video. Tell us some suggestions. Tweet at us some suggestions. We want to start being more involved with that. So tell us what you want yeah. to see. If it's a terrible idea, we won't like your tweet. But if it's a great <laughs> idea, we'll like it. We'll bring it on the show. We're excited. We want to get you involved. We want to have you telling us what movies you want to see us talk about. And as always, until next time, what is your guilty movie? pleasure. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, Christian Harloff, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.